Welcome to the Bad Podcast. The podcast about three Asian dudes from the Bay. Who only want one thing. Real, Real talk. talk. Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Podcast. Today it is season two, episode four. And, you know, today we're just going to be talking about SF stereotypes. And to kind of kick it off, I have a question of the day. And as if you could be a part of any SF neighborhood, what would it be? Ooh. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot. There's also new ones, which I don't agree with, by the way. Like Nopa? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Nopa's, not, <laughs> Nopa's been around. But I've never heard that until today. Yeah, okay, so that, that was the thing. I've never heard of Nopa. Oh, really? Until my coworkers. No, it's like north of the panhandle. Yeah, yeah no, but then nobody, like nobody from like SF oh, really? that nobody. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So that's, it's, again, weird distinction, right? Because I feel like, people, like, I'm not, like, born in the city, right? But I feel like I've been from the Bay, but I feel like even coming in, like, I've mostly been around people who aren't from here. And so they're like, oh, are you from, like, Nopa? I'm like, oh, no, I mean, no. <laughs> the only reason I know of Nopa is because I went there for, like, my 29th birthday. Like, you know the restaurant yeah, Nopa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I went there. So that's how I know about the area, but... Uh, there's another like where me and uh, my wife used to live. Uh, that like part of that's technically Soma, right? But uh, apparently that area is called the East Cut. No one calls it that, by the way. But if you, but if you piece of steak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go there, there's like there's like literally banners that say like the East Cut. Oh. And there's people who like clean up in there. They have like jackets. East Cut. Very weird. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of getting away from the question. The question is if I if I were to be part of any was any ethnic neighborhood. Honestly, dude, I feel like for me, it'd be the mission. Like, I, I just, like, I really like Valencia Street. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I really like Valencia Street. I know it's pretty hipster. It's, like, there's good restaurants. It's close to Dolores Park. Like, it's just, like, a lot of things to do and eat around there. So I feel like that's kind of, like, the vibe that I like. And it's, and it's usually warmer in that area than, than uh, I think, other parts of the net. I think anything past the panhandle, it starts getting, like, warmer. Yeah, yeah. Further you go. Because you have, like, the... the Twin Peaks to basically blog all the fog. Oh. Yeah, that's why. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, for me personally, I think Chinatown. Not <laughs> for like any like necessarily, uh, what, matching ethnicity reason, just because I'm Chinese, but more along the lines, just because at, when I was growing up in like middle school, going on high school, certainly going on college and meeting uh, more friends there, a lot of friends had a lot of uh, long history with Chinatown. Mm. Not necessarily like deep history, but just like knowing all the good shops, knowing all the good restaurants, knowing uh, like where all the good boba places or where to get the best don tot or put uh-huh. and stuff like that. And I was just like, cool. you know, the only time I, that I ever went to Chinatown was for big family banquets. Uh-huh. So we'd only just park and go straight into the big restaurant. Right. But I never like hung out with my friends a lot in Chinatown. And I feel like I kind of missed out on a, on a big part of growing up in San Francisco by not being a part of Chinatown like Got that. It. I mean, to be honest, there are, there are actually like a lot of really good restaurants. Yeah. See, like, I don't know, like pretty much any of them. Yeah, I, actually, I know there's like this one really good fortune cookie place that everyone knows about that I'm just like, mm. I know, I know it when people bring the bag over. Yeah, I'm like, well, I know yeah, where you yeah. went, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fortune cookies uh, were created in San Francisco, do you know that? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe in the show descriptions, I'll put in uh, some of the good ones. Yeah. It's good restaurants that my parents go to, or that my parents used to go to when, when they used to live in Chinatown. Your parents used to live in Chinatown? Yeah, it was oh. like, imagine like eight kids. Oh, uh, Maybe yeah. like, more like six. Yeah. Six kids in like a studio. Uh-huh. It was like way before. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. So I think it was just, they were sharing it with like, yeah. At least for me, man, I was like a different, I always thought, I mean, when I was younger, it was gonna be like St. Francis Woods. Mm-hmm. Mainly because like, 
I envisioned that I'd always end up there one day. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then eventually I found out how expensive housing is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right, so kind of getting into the episode. Right. In 2021, according to the worldpopulationreview.com, uh, San Francisco is the most liberal city in the United States. Mm. Do you do you think that's true? Like, I mean, obviously, like. If, you know, I, I didn't really check the sources on this, right. but I, I think a big stereotype of San Francisco is that it, the city is pretty liberal. And something that I always thought about was like, I always viewed that San Francisco was very liberal, mm -hmm. but I always thought that it kind of like lost that, I guess, progressiveness yeah. as the tech boom happened. Because like, obviously mm -hmm. we were getting a lot of, a lot of people coming in from like out of state from different, like, mm -hmm. you know, probably a little bit more like Republican, right. like led states or cities. Um, and obviously they would bring in their ideals. Right. And then with that, you know, like you also have with the wage disparity yeah. of like Bay Area in general, you have a lot of people who are in that like higher tax bracket that like quote unquote want to like preserve like their wealth and mm -hmm. want to have like less taxes. Right. And, I mean, maybe I'm just like very naive in like politics in general, mm -hmm. but you know, I just want to know what you guys think. Do you think that SF is liberal? That is an interesting question and point. I don't know why I think that, but it's just, I mean, well, San Francisco is really small to begin with, right? Mm -hmm. Seven by seven, but it's super dense. Right. Maybe the fact that it is small and dense contributes to the fact that it's so liberal, right? Mm -hmm. You get a lot of exposure to a lot of different ethnic backgrounds just because like wherever you're going to go, it's so packed and so right. small. Right. So maybe having that exposure to different kind of people and different kind of restaurants kind of promotes a liberal environment, maybe? Mm -hmm. yeah, my opinion on this is like, yes, I, I do think that SF is a super liberal city. Uh, I've, I just feel like having been around it my whole life, um, not my whole life, but majority of my life of just being around the San Franciscans, I feel like most people are really open, uh, really accepting, uh, really like against the system kind of thing. And I think a lot of that also has to do with just how not the city was founded, but kind of the way the city had kind of come up, right? There's a lot of talk in, I'd say, like media about how like SF's like a dirty hippie town. Uh, and it kind of is. And I think a lot of people from SF are kind of prideful of that too, right? Of just like, you have like Haight-Ashbury, right? It's like super yeah. hippie area. Uh, you have like a bunch of like areas that have a lot of rich history and culture. And so I think that that in and of itself lends to just kind of a more liberal environment. And so you have like, you know, pride is huge here in the city. They have not only pride, but also like a huge gay rights movement that's, that's like kind of come out of the city as well. So I think all these are just like different factors that have led to basically it being a much more liberal city than most. And I think that feeling of kind of a, being a liberal city that's open and loving and accepting of all people, I think is permeated throughout the whole city. Yeah, definitely. And I think to kind of like wrap it up, you know, I, Daniel did make a good point in that, you know, because all these people are coming in from all these other areas, and because San Francisco and the Bay Area in general is, you know, a very diverse place. Right. I think that exposure mm -hmm. kind of, I mean, I'm not saying like politically, like in terms of like your like tax, you know, like tax breaks and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But in terms of like maybe your idealistic views, you might have not been exposed to like people of different ethnicities. Yeah. And by being in this like melting pot of people of different ethnicities kind yeah. of like helps peel back that 
like singular view. Yeah, yeah singular view. Yeah, it's like you're, you're no longer just like the same view as everyone around you. You're yeah. not just like singularly white, but you have, like, you have like Asian, East Asian, like African, like European. Like all living Americans. next door to each other. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. next yeah. door to each other for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and not, not only ethnicities too, but also like sexual orientation, right? We did right. talk about it too, but um, you know, there's there's a big trans community here. There's a big gay community here. Mm-hmm. I think that's also, again, if you're not, if you're from like, Podunk, you know, Mississippi, you probably exactly. weren't exposed to that. But if you go to the cash all of a sudden you see just like dudes and thongs, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, it, it, I mean, honestly, you just can't yeah. get away from it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But one thing that you said that really resonated with me was your thought on kind of like the neighborhoods in San Francisco. When everyone's in the city and they see that neighborhoods need help, they're gonna to wanna to vote more liberal, right? Give these people the help that they need so that we can like live in a better community. I mean, but to that argument, right? Like that's the whole argument with gentrification, right? Because like, you have these people of economic stature come into these like lower income like areas. Right, exactly, you know? exactly. Or I mean, maybe not like higher, but like, let's just say like mid mid to high mm-hmm. income earners mm-hmm. coming in. And then obviously that changes like the, the culture of it. I mean, like, I don't want to say like a double-edged sword because it, it is very divisive depending on what side of the, you know, the side of the argument you're on, right? Yes, like the whole, it does make the neighborhoods nicer and sure, you know, it makes your property value increase, right. but at the same time, right? How do you preserve that like culture, that history of those neighborhoods while still being able to like bring up like the neighborhoods? And yeah. maybe that's why, and just bringing it back to the question, like that's probably why San Francisco just votes so liberally, right? right. Because they want to bring up the stature of all the neighborhoods of, of the city itself, yeah. but also be able to maintain its, its identity, I guess. Right. Last thing I'll say on this, is yes, I think that there's a lot of, you guys hit on a lot of really good points, that there's a the liberal kind of voice and spirit of the city wants equality, wants equal opportunity, and wants to be able to help our neighbors. And I think that's a really, really good spirit to have. That being said, and not to be the naysayer, but there are some things that I feel like SF is almost too liberal on, and maybe this is me just, you know, being an old curmudgeon, but- A what? A curmudgeon. <laughs> but, like the the whole system of like giving out free needles for drug addicts in the city to me like i i, I think the spirit of it is like they don't want them to use dirty needles and they get sick and then you know infect the streets and things like that things like that i think that spirit is good the problem however i think is like with free needles for drug addicts in the city like you you end up just with like needles everywhere and i feel like you start to see that a lot more now like you, like when you walk the tenderloin when you walk through even some parts of soma like you just see needles on the street all everywhere and so that to me is like a problem, right? So like, I definitely think that the liberal nature of it and the spirit of it is good, but sometimes it can go a little far to a point where it's actually hurting the city itself. Hmm. Cool. That's probably all the topic we covered, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we'll t- we'll probably touch on that in like a future episode. Okay. Yeah. I definitely have. Thoughts on that? Thoughts on that too. All right, for sure. Um, but yeah, all right. So another stereotype, which I do believe is true, is that like people born in San Francisco will make sure that you that you know that they're from San Francisco within minutes of meeting. So why do you think why do you think that is? Yeah, like the three of us um, discussed this earlier, and my knee jerk reaction was that when I am talking to people that I've never met in in the city before, I do kind of make it a point to say that I was born and raised in San Francisco. I'm not exactly sure why, but pointing it out made me realize I was like, oh yeah, for some reason there is kind of like a sense of pride 
behind being born and raised in San Francisco? It's a little bit different for me, but I do have, I do hear where you're coming from. I wasn't born in San Francisco. I was mostly raised around this area. So even when I tell people, like when I'm traveling, they say, where are you from? I usually say the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. Just like for me, like I, I can't say San Francisco because I'm not from San Francisco. I wasn't born or raised in the city itself. And so I didn't have a lot of pride of being having ra been raised in this area, but the city itself, again, very small, very tight knit, very proud of the community that they're from. And I think that it's almost like the kind of the same with New York, right? Like you have people who are born and raised in the streets of New York, yeah. and then you have a ton of transplants, right? People who come for fashion or for whatever right. other industry, Wall Street, yeah. right? Or Wall Street or something like that. So it's like, it's that sort of like, are you, are you really from here, mm -hmm. from here or are you not? So I think there's that point of pride of like, I'm born here, I know the city and I'm still here. Kind yeah. of thing. Like you didn't push me out, like I'm still kind of, you know, um, surviving. So I think to, to that degree, there's definitely a lot of pride of being from the Bay. And I mean, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a fairly famous city, right? I mean, yeah. like it's a, it's something that you, some, it's a place that you would tell anyone in the world. I think most people would probably know where it is. They, have, they know it's on the West Coast. Uh, they know it's kind of in kind of Northern California. So I don't know, it's just a really cool place to be from. But it's kind of silly that it's being prideful that you were born, specifically born in San Francisco, because that's nothing you had control over. Yeah, I know, that's fair. But, I, but you, I, see, I definitely <laughs> see your point of like not being pushed out, because yeah, that's yeah. definitely a big prideful thing for me. Is yeah. just, I've, I'm, I mean, admittedly was pushed out. Right. Like I'm in, um, I don't want to say exactly where I am, but I'm mm. south of San Francisco now. Right. Um, and so it is kind of like a, a painful thing to say this. Yeah, you know, I couldn't really afford to stay in the city with what have you, but there I could definitely see like the prideful thing of being able to stay in the city. Doug, what do you think? Yeah, you're from the city, so. Actually, before I get into that, it, I, I'm kind of happy you said that, you said that you say from, you're from San Francisco Bay Area. Right. Well, not that you say that, yeah. but because like, I always, I always wondered what people not from like SF, 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 SF say yeah. to people outside of it. Bro, they lie. Straight oh, up. Oh, straight in up. college, they lie. <laughs> okay, yeah, so, so I'd be like, oh, what high school did you, and if you meet in San Francisco and you're yeah, like, yeah. I'm from San Francisco, they're like, oh, cool. What part are you from? What school you go to? You're like, oh, actually, like, I grew up in Fremont. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've heard Daly City, South San Francisco so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I, so, like, in college, I met this guy and he was like, uh, I was like, oh, where are you from? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm from San Francisco. And I was like, oh, sick. Yeah. You know, what high school did you go to? Yeah. And he was like, oh, actually, I, I grew up in Gilroy. Yeah. I was like, born, <laughs> born and raised in Gilroy. And I, and I was just like, I kind of gave him like, yeah. Like, what the, that's hell of a bar. But then it made like, sense because, yeah. like, you know, no one like, knows Gilroy. Yeah, no one yeah. knows Gilroy. True, sure, true. Sure. And I mean, uh, granted that, like, at most, I would say, like, maybe like a large majority of the people going to, Santa Cruz mm -hmm. was from maybe NorCal or yeah. at least knew of like maybe they probably knew of Gilroy but yeah. you know like when you so I was like you know wondering like what do people do like do obviously you? if you travel for work yeah and you're like out of state you know yeah. like obviously you can't be like oh yeah I'm from Gilroy yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly everyone's gonna be like where the hell is Gilroy yeah, exactly. right? but it, it's always easier and it's seems like a big city that you yeah. don't know yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever had a conversation with another San Francisco native that you didn't know, like a stranger? Uh, yeah. 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 And, or like, um, and how did that go? I mean, in what way? I mean, there's, it's one of those things, okay. I feel like whenever I have a conversation with someone who's actually either from the Bay or at least from the Bay Area, it's a, it's kind of like, like, oh shit, like you're from, you're actually like from here. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think especially in my industry too, because I do work in tech, yeah. right? And so there's a, there's a lot more transplants than local. So when you do meet a local, it's a, it's like, 
you almost have like an automatic friendship. Yeah. It's like hard yeah. to explain. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's like you kind of understand each other. Yeah. yeah. Like very fast. Yeah. yeah. It, was that what you're trying to get at? Yeah. Oh. This one time I was um, traveling home from work, taking Bart to then Muni and on Muni, you know, one way or another kind of just started talking to this dude and he was kind of, you know, I was young looking, had my North Face backpack on. Look like I'm coming home from work kind of thing. He, he, I mean, I didn't look young, young. <laughs> but I look, you know, just like, you know, young. Probably like I'm here for tech or something like right. that, right? And and his kind of tone that he was taking with me um, was very... He was talking to me like I was, like, like, like I was an implant. Mm. And like I didn't quite know where I was going, et cetera, et cetera. But once we kind of got to talking and I told him that I was born and raised in San Francisco, his very first question was like, oh, what high school did you go to? I told yeah. him I went to Balboa. He told me, oh, he said, oh, I actually, um, you know, I went to Galileo right here. And then we got into this deep conversation about like what the high schools were like back yeah. then, what they're yeah. like now. And it was kind of just like what you, were, what you were describing in terms of just like an automatic friendship. And yeah. there was a link there yeah. of just like how we've seen the city change. And totally. so I kind of wanted to know if you guys had any other experiences like that where you met a stranger and it was just like you said, an automatic link. Yeah. yeah, you know what's funny? So the example I can give another story of this too is that I have a coworker at work who who is like born and raised in, in, in the city, right? And like when you you know when you when you work at any new job, you want to be professional, right? You're just you're gonna be like you know, Hello. The, the best version. Well, yeah, like the best version of yourself, like code switch if you want to kind of thing. I mean, I definitely do. So you're always like, hey, like, hi, like, my name's Han, yeah. and you know, welcome to the team, like, where are you from, kind of thing, right? It's like very formal. And like, and as soon as uh, she said she's like, she was born and raised in the city, you're like, oh, yeah, that's what's up. And you literally, like, I almost changed the way I spoke, you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. it's literally that much more comfortable. Yeah. Like, it's like sort of like, oh, like, are you hello from the bed? Or, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like very much like you, you kind of understand each other. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's definitely, to me at least at work, that has happened multiple times where anytime I meet someone from the Bay, I can, I almost, like, my body, like, relaxes. Yeah. Where does that is. Yeah. Like, there's almost a, a sense of, like, oh, I don't have to, like, be super professional. Yeah. And just be like, yo, what up? Like, zap them up. Like, it, like what's good? You know? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just very different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, you talk to strangers all the time, so yeah, I imagine yeah. you got some fun stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not like everybody I mean is like from the Bay Area. Oh. I mean, is it, is it a badge of honor for you? Yeah, I mean, oh, I don't know if it's like a badge of honor. I right. mean, okay, to kind of like, to Yim's point, right? Yeah. That was something that when I was writing up this episode that I did catch myself doing, right? Uh. So it's like, I was I was talking to a, co- a coworker. Right. Uh, and it was like my first time meeting them. And then they were like, oh, you know, are you in the city? And I was like, and then obvious the obvious answer is yes i'm in the city yeah right but for some reason i was like oh yeah i was born and raised in san francisco yeah <laughs> like i don't know why i said that yeah and then like after the, after the meeting ended i was thinking about it I was like why did i say it like yeah, that right yeah. i, I should have just said like oh, yeah, i live in the city yeah i live in the city yeah and it's or, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like, you know, I don't even know why I said it. Uh-huh. And so it is funny, it's very ironic that when when I was writing up this episode, like I was thinking about that the entire time. And I mean, I do see it. I don't know if I do see it as a badge of honor. I think that it's cool, but you know, like Ian said, like we have no control over it. And yeah. I think like, but I do believe that the main reason is like, of why it is like, is like a badge of honor. Mm-hmm is that like a lot of people obviously come in from like different cities and countries and, right. and states, but at the same time, like a lot of the people who were originally 
grew, you know, born and raised here, like ended up getting like really priced out, right? right? right. Um, I mean, like to be honest, like that's why I, th I think it is, because like you know, I, I know a lot of people who who I went to high school with, right? You know, so a lot of them are like not in you know the Bay Area in general anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, quick side question related to that: How do you know someone's not from San Francisco? Like it doesn't. It can be a look. It can be something they say. I'm, I'm curious. I have one in mind that as soon as this word comes out of their mouth. I know 100% they're not from the Bay. Is it when they say hella? No. Is it when they say oh. San Fran? 100%. That's the one. As soon as someone says San Fran, you know they're not from the Bay. Yeah. I don't know that many. I mean, I guess they were my co old co workers. Yeah. Who were and they're not, not from the area. They weren't even from the United States. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who's not from San Francisco says San Fran. So if you're, if, but if you're our listeners, if you come here and you say San Fran, a. a, a a, a local San Franciscan will know immediately that you're not from here. <laughs> yeah, but now you just made it hella hard for, for like everyone else. To, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. Well, what's to all two of our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. What's another sign? I mean, if you have one. High school check. No, I was kidding. <laughs> if they're looking at their line bike and they're like, what app do I need to download in order to make this work? <laughs> yeah. um, my whole thing is that when they're here in like, Shorts and a tank top, and they're freezing. Oh yeah, that's a pretty big tell, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but I feel like you only get no. that at like the really big touristy areas, like Koi Tower, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pier Thirty Nine, whatever. And yeah, you, you definitely see like people in like oh, no. people in SoCal clothing yeah, coming yeah, yeah. to San Francisco, and it's yeah. like hella overcast. Yeah, or or like you see a whole family wearing like fisherman's wharf sweaters. Like, you just bought. Them. <laughs> yeah, you just bought. <laughs> I love that so. <laughs> I don't know, but to, like to, to against the to argue yeah, against yeah. that last point where. Back, uh, at least for me and some of the people I knew, like back in high school, you know, it would be like hella cold, but we would still be wearing like shorts. Yeah. yeah. Unless it was like, like hella, hella cold. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then. But you're probably used to it. But if you're like coming here thinking it's going to be like SoCal weather and yeah. then it's uh, like shivering. Like you go to Ocean Beach think it's, like, thinking it's going to be like Huntington <laughs> Beach. Yeah. yeah. And just like, this is a mistake. Cool. And that takes us to our bad break. Yeah. Did you know that San Francisco is responsible for consuming 35% of all bottles of Fernet imported to the US? All of which we then recycle, of course. But of course. Of course. But, but yeah, I mean like that was I mean that's funny because I don't even know what Fernet is. It's um it's like a it's a it's a digestive. Like it's like it's like Jaeger, pretty much. Uh, like, that's what it tastes like to me. I mean, it's very licorice y. It's uh it doesn't taste good, man. Yeah. Like it really it just it doesn't I don't, I, I've, I've drank it a bunch of times. It, it tastes like medicine. Like it's a combination of like, okay, you know the time where we went to, uh, I think Supinkuke, Supinkush? Oh. Like the, the, the German restaurant in, uh, uh. in, in Hayes Valley? Oh, I don't know about the one, that. The place that has like the Das Boot and like, uh. you know, that place. They have, they sell like this small shop called, like it says Underberg on it. And it's kind of the same thing. But the idea is like after like a really big, heavy meal, it's uh. like a licorice drink to help like, it, it's called a, a, a like digesti for a digestive. And the digestive. idea is that's supposed to help you like, not yeah, like, like, like get the greasy taste out of your mouth, yeah. Yeah, like as a palate cleanser and all of that. But people here taking like shots, which I'm like, Fernet bomb, which is gross. Like, I mean, it's like, okay, I've only done this once. I remember one time I was like a shot of gin, which like, well, you don't do that shit. Yeah. Like, it's disgusting, and it kind of feels like that. But it's it's always the same dude who orders Fernet at the bar. It's the dude in like, like. He's like skinny, super tall. Exactly. Like oh, a really, <laughs> really like tight dress shirt. Yeah. Super skinny jeans. 
Yeah, yeah. Super skinny jeans. Definitely has a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys uh, actually know anyone like among our friends or otherwise coworkers that likes from that? I mean, personally. I know one person. Oh, you do? A friend's sister. No, I mean, I no, I don't know anyone who, like, none of my close friends really like Fernet. Huh. Do you? Bro, I, I didn't even know what Fernet was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know how to pronounce it during the episode. Let's be real. Now I'm beginning to think it's less than 35, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I would say that's just more of, like, uh, of us and who we hang out with. I guess that's more, true, like, too. I guess that's basis. true, too. Welcome back, and I hope you enjoyed that bad break. So we're kind of just gonna switch gears a little bit, and just in the second part of the episode, we're gonna be talking about this thing called hood maps. If you look at our Instagram page, um, we'll, we'll post like a few snapshots of, of it, or you go to hoodmaps.com/slash/san-francisco-dash-hoodmaps.com/slash-san-francisco. You know what? F- fuck it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it'll be in the episode notes. It'll be some, yeah. <laughs> it'll be somewhere. I, yeah. I'm not gonna go through that. Yeah. So what hood maps is is like it's it's like you kind of just generalizing like a lot of these like neighborhoods, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, right, you have the Sunset District, right? It's being classified as Chinatown too, or mm-hmm. like you have areas where it's like Kingdom of Boba or Asian teens <laughs> going out to eat, or like the marinas like active wear mandatory. <laughs> yeah. Or like Gongay Park, hella haunted, right? <laughs> Only at night. Yeah. Um, so I kind of thought it was kind of funny. What do you guys think about it? I hella like the interactive feature. You can just like drag over the map and go to whatever district you want and it'll bring a new stereotype. However, I will say that one that I think is not really right is um, when I scroll up towards the Richmond district and it says tiny hipster town. And I was like, mm, I don't really see any part of the Richmond being a tiny hipster town. So I'm sure there's like small, like not, I wouldn't say mistakes because it depends on whose point of view it is, but just like, yeah, I don't really know if I agree with all of them, but some of them are freaking hella funny, dude. Let me tell you that. Yeah. That was something that was like, some of these are like, like super on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I'm just like, dude, that's hella accurate. Yeah. I mean, there's even like color coordination for like suits, rich, hipsters, tourists, student, and normal and stuff like that, which I think is pretty funny. I think at the end of the day, this is, it's like satire, right? It's comedy yeah. Yeah, to a degree, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it takes stereotypes of certain areas and districts of the city and adds just like their own comedic twist to it. So I think it's pretty funny, to be honest with you. I can see how people could maybe get offended by this, for yeah. sure. But I think, I mean, you're not going to hood maps to try and like find yeah. like, maybe, like, a real place to go to. I think it's just, it's more for comedy. I feel, this is like a website that I feel like I find and send it to the people that I know that I think is really funny. Right. You pull it up, laugh at it, and then you probably close it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't use it for anything. So right. I feel like at the end of the day, you should be able to laugh at yourself, right? Yeah. And look, San Francisco is a great city and I love the Bay for sure. And there are stereotypes about it. And the stereotypes come, come from some truth, to be honest with you, right? Yeah. I think you need to be able to laugh at yourself in some way. So to me, I think it's actually pretty funny. Which one do you think is the funniest? Uh, I mean, looking, I mean, just being totally honest, I'm looking at places where like I used to live, uh, right? So like the area of Soma that I used to be in, <laughs> it says dog lovers, dog pee smellers. Uh, and it's true, there's so many dogs where I used to live, uh, which I think is pretty funny. And then uh, there's, there's, it actually even calls out 
a bunch of different like tech buildings. The, the Salesforce Tower, I don't know if you guys see that, but it says Mark Banyhouse, one billion steel dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's hilarious, man. Come on, it looks like a penis. Yeah, that's right? true. The Salesforce Tower looks like a penis. You can't deny it. Uh, Mark Benioff, for those that don't know, is the CEO um, of Salesforce, so hence Salesforce's uh, Mark Benioff's $1 million day. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, just, I, it's hilarious, right? I think to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite one was probably like Noe Valley mm. because they called it like Stroller Valley. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but if you look at Chinatown, it just says Chinatown. <laughs> like, they're like, I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, there's definitely some things in there. It says live fish for sale. Totally true. Parking who? Absolutely no parking there. Uh, tourist shopping, which is one area. That's also funny. So I don't know. I, I just think that it's like, it's satire, right? It's totally true. And I think you should be able to laugh at yourself uh, when it comes to this stuff like this. Yeah, I mean, like the, why, the reason why I kind of wanted to like get your opinions first was like, you know, I came across this article where mm-hmm. it was talking about like how it is offensive. Right. And, you know, t- like to your point, yeah. right? Like this is definitely like satire, right? right? And I think that, that was like the area where I kind of like, I get like the lines of like satire or the lines between like satire and like being mean Mm -hmm. or, you know, like generalization kind of like starts getting a little bit like blurred in that sense. It was like, you know, some of like some of them, you know, you know, can be kind of mean, right? Like if we look at like, like the tenderloin, right? Right. It's going to, it's called like, don't go here. Drug central. Right. Drugs. No go zone. Hey kids want to buy some magic. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, Um, or like, you know, you go across the street and it's like, we're skid row. Avoid at any cost. Right. The purge post 8 PM. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I mean, sure. Like I think any city has like those like areas, but then it's like those like overarching generalizations. Like you, we go back to like trying to make the city like better, like Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, it is what it is. And like, if you don't know that it's being satirical, yeah, it it can come off as like pretty offensive. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Especially if you're like, you're from that area and you you really like your neighborhood. Uh, I think, and, and you know, Daniel and I were talking. Um, before the podcast too, just like how the areas San Francisco too are so, like each neighborhood is its own tight knit community, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is really, really cool. Um, and what ends up happening too, what I feel like is that it feels almost like high school, right? Where like you have your district, you have your area, you have your community, and you don't really venture outside of that. You make fun of other communities almost, yeah. right? I mean, like, like anything else. So I can see if like you're reading this and like you're in a certain area and you're like, no, it's not like that, or like, no, you know, my area's not like that at all, yeah. whatever, you get offended, but then you look at all the other ones, you're probably laughing, right? right. So it's like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's you know point. what I mean? So I yeah. feel like, like, I get it, right? I mean, there, there's, a, um, overgeneralization can be dangerous. It, it could be, whether it's SF neighborhoods, or whether it's like, you're talking about a race of people, right? right? Overgeneralization is always sort of dangerous. But if you take it, knowing from this, again, hoodmaps.com, <laughs> it shouldn't be your main sort of like information point, right? But if you view it as satire or something that's funny, I think it should be fine. Like, you know what I mean? And so, again, I'm going to sound super non-liberal, I guess, with this statement, but like, I can see someone who's like super liberal, super PC being like, this is not right. It creates general stereotypes. It reinforces bad stereotypes and therefore shouldn't be allowed. But like, it's a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's comedy. So I don't know. Maybe that's just my opinion. That's why I learned all my words from Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, thank you for that. I, you know, I think that's just something that maybe in the future I do want to talk about more. Yeah. Um, of, of just like... PC culture? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there there's a lot to actually unravel there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, it would be, it'd be super interesting to kind of like hear you guys' like point of view on it. It's gonna be a hot take episode for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. So outside of 
this, right? And there's like, there's a, there's a lot of detail in here. You can like zoom in and out. There's like a lot of like intricate details, but there's also some like general stereotypes, I would say of each of like the main neighborhoods in, in San Francisco, right? And so I'm kind of curious to hear like what some of the ones that you guys know of, of San Francisco and which ones you think are true, which ones do you think are like false? Yeah, dude, for me, the, like the easy answer is it boils down to like the high schools, right? When you're coming, uh, out, of, when you're coming out of middle school yeah. as like a San Franciscan, you really want to get, you know, try and like get into those quote unquote good high schools, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much everyone from the middle school that I went to was trying to get into Lowell, right. trying to get into Lincoln, right. you know, maybe their backup was like Washington or something right. like that. But when, when a lot of people that I knew, friends, were getting into these schools, like, and, I, and it's absolutely not like a, I'm not trying to shit on any of the high schools, but I'm just saying, you know, they would get into schools like Everett or they get into schools like Mission and stuff like that. They were like heartbroken. They were totally destroyed yeah. because they felt like they were being put into a quote unquote bad school. Right. But a lot of these kids that ended up going to these schools like that would end up in like UCs or right. they would end up in like really great universities or great colleges. Right. And so I think that, you know, after these people were kind of put there, a lot of the stereotypes probably rolled back and they were just right. like, oh, you know, like, despite the fact that it may be, you know, these high schools don't have a great reputation, right. you know, there's a lot of beautiful things about it and I was able to achieve something here to help me get to this next part in life. And I can say that because I was one of those people, right? right. I, was, I was, I went to Hoover Middle School, which has a pretty good reputation. And Lincoln High School is like very, very close to where I was living. And, it's a, and it has a reputation for being a very good high school. Right. But I was sent all the way across the city, 45 minutes by bus to Balboa High School, which had like a not great reputation. Right. Um, but through that high school, like I was able to like make really good friends that I still have today and be able to go to a UC. And so that experience kind of helped me roll back. It's like, okay, it's not quote unquote a bad high school. Mm -hmm. or, and you know, there's not like bad stereotypes about it. It's just like, that's the state of things when you right. get there, you know? Yeah, it's interesting for me because like, I didn't, again, I didn't grow up in the city. So for me, it wasn't necessarily like the high school experience. When I lived in the city, I was already working a full-time job. So for me, it was more around like places to live and be able to like basically rent an apartment. And so when me and my then girlfriend, now wife, were looking for places to live in the city, it was like, what district or what neighborhood do we want to live in, right? Yeah. And so with that in mind, it was like slightly different stereotypes, right? Like you've heard of, for example, with like the Marina district, it's like, a lot of like athleisure, uh, people never leave that area. Yeah. It's always pretty sunny over there and people don't really come over. Like there's no really good public transportation outside of the Muni buses. So there's like that. And then you have like Muni, which is like, or not Muni, you have, and then you have the Mission District, which is super hipster. Uh, and then you have a uh, place like Noe Valley, which is like mostly like families and things like that. So there are definitely stereotypes that also actually drove the decision for where we wanted to live too, mm -hmm. uh, as adults. And so I think there's a lot of that experience too for people who come in who aren't necessarily born in the city. Uh, and when we decided to rent in Soma, I know that it was kind of, kind of weird, right? Because the building we really, really liked. Because uh, it felt really safe, it was kind of new. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't really love the area per se. And we were kind of had this idea of Soma being you know, didn't have a lot of history, not a lot of culture. Like it used to be landfill, actually the area that we used to be in, right? Like a long time ago. Um, and not only that, like there's not a lot of grocery stores, not a lot of like rest, there's no restaurants, right. so there's no bars or anything like that around that area too. So it's like, is this area even fun? Uh, but then we moved in there and we loved it. So it's just interesting, like to your point, like it's easy to stereotype an area that you never actually lived in. Mm -hmm. And you hear a lot of stereotypes of the places. Right. But I feel like once you're actually in that area or once you live it, I feel like it can go one of two ways, but it sounds like you and I had a very similar experience where it actually pulled back some of the stereotypes. Yeah. You learn to enjoy it. But I can see in certain scenarios where like you go there, it reaffirms your stereotypes about that place, <laughs> and then you just bounce. But at the end of the day, like I think ultimately like experiencing it for yourself and then honestly just again being able to laugh at yourself I think is super important. Yeah. Right? Like I knew for a fact like our building was super expensive and people used to make fun of me all the time, especially people that we knew. Um, where he's like, oh like 
it was actually one of our friends who came over uh, before we went clubbing, actually, and he was like, oh, this is how the 1% live. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, our building... Because you like, are the 1%. Nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> but, like, you know, we are... Like, my, my rent was super expensive, and it is everywhere in the city, but, you know, it's, like, one of those things. So it's 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 definitely interesting to see how there are stereotypes about the city like that, um, and some of them are definitely true. And some, I think there's always room for interpretation. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, with, with, that, with, that, with that in mind, just last one, just to end that on a funny note, what neighborhood stereotype do you think like is true in your mind at least man this one or is it funny this one with gastro oh what's that <laughs> naked gay people i mean that's pretty accurate <laughs> gays judging from above that's pretty gay funny. history gay theme baby boomer gay mafia gay disneyland gay silicon valley well and why is this one called like garlic fries <laughs> dead ass uh, my my favorite one from Hood Maps is Treasure Island. It says no actual treasure, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and, pretty and also pretty accurate. Um, but my favorite uh, stereotypes uh, of the city, at least, is probably. I mean, it's got to be Mission, right? I mean, it says hipsters, and it totally is, man. Like it's just like coffee shops and like vegan smoothie bars and yeah. like loaves of bread that cost fifteen dollars. Like it's yeah, it's very much that. Yeah. So, so two that I just found that I think are kind of interesting is Kizar Stadium. Kizar Stadium says where the 49ers should be. So someone <laughs> oh. knew that the 49ers used to play there a long time ago. So, this, is, it. so this must be like a long time native. Maybe yeah, so this must be a native person yeah, who came yeah. up with it. But even then, that's still, I mean, for our listeners, that doesn't mean they know everything, right? Their experiences are limited to whatever they've experienced around the city. So that's not to say that all these should be true, but it's, right. it's just interesting that they knew that uh, the 49ers used to play Kizar. And then right below that is Zazie Crab for brunch. I motherfucking love Zazie's. <laughs> so it's, it's like this really fancy brunch place south of Kizar, and it's really good. I have to try that. But yeah, I would also say the one that's actually super on point is actually the one for like the sunset. Cause well, like, why is that? All right, so it's like you have like Asian teens going out to eat. Hello true. <laughs> yeah. You have Kingdom of Boba which is like on Irving, which is like hella true. Well, like, I think a lot of them closed down, but yeah, there was like, there used to be like six boba shops within like six blocks. Yeah, yeah. Then you have like, then you kind of, it kind of points out that like the area did get like a little bit nicer. Um, Cause like obviously like in that area, there's like a, a, lot, a lot of parking. Yeah. yeah, you're. It's kind of like a suburbs, but like not really like removed from removed San from San Francisco. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But do you think like this type of thinking is like very defi- divisive mm-hmm. for San Francisco as a whole? I mean, like you kind of t- did touch on like being able to like laugh at yourself, being able to you know like obviously like you know again like this is hoodmaps.com. Right. 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 Like it's not like Google Maps. Um, you know, it's it's not you know like this is meant to be satire. Do you think it's like it can be divisive? Divisive. Yeah, I definitely think it can be. I think there's, uh, if you'll come in it with sort of an ignorant mindset or think like, oh, this is the truth, which I'm sure there are people out there that yeah probably do. Right. Uh, it can definitely be harmful. Like people are like, oh, you're from that area, and people be super judgy, and you know, and then from a really interesting perspective, but from like a business standpoint too, right? Like there's some really good restaurants in maybe not so great areas in the city, and I think that there's definitely areas where they're trying to just like run a business and, and to make it in the city, right? And I think that by thinking like this, it can prevent people from going to a certain area to try different restaurants and support things like that. So I can see like there are like being downstream effects of it being harmful for sure, but I, I really hope that we as a people can look at this 
and laugh. Like, I know I've said this a million times already. Um, like, if you look at it from a super serious perspective or thinking like, hey, is this gonna influence the minds of people coming to the city? Like, sure, it can be harmful. But I really hope people who are looking at this who are not from San Francisco, so for our listeners who are looking at it, it's a joke, all right? <laughs> like, shit, it's not legit. It's, I mean, it, it's obviously built off of stereotypes, but like, it's a joke, all right? Yeah. Oversensitivity like that has been I think the enemy of things like comedy, right? I think that a lot of comedians like Dave Chappelle have mentioned the same thing where it's like, to make an interesting observation, to comment on it, to make satire out of it is... It has to be like outside everyone's comfort zone. Yeah. At some point, like getting them thinking in right. a way that they wouldn't normally think, right? Right. Like something they wouldn't say. It needs to be a little bit of being able to acknowledge that it is a joke and to not take everything so seriously. Right. Um, but again, we live in that sort of PC culture, which we should do an episode on in the future. I think that'd be really interesting. The last thing I'll say on this is this, is that if you look at, if you go around the map, and again, maybe I just haven't seen all the, the things yet, it's getting stereotypes, but at no point in this is it like, fuck this neighborhood, yeah. or like, fuck these people, or these yeah. people are trash, you know what I mean? It doesn't say anything like that, it's just literally like, hey, be careful, like, and honestly, the word there is the word says be careful, you actually probably should be careful, right? Um, and so, I don't know, I think that this, the reason why, where I feel like that line is that you talk about, the, of like, satire versus being totally offensive, is you're not saying people from this area deserve less or are worse yeah. people or um, should be judged differently. I think it's when you take make sweeping generalizations of certain areas uh, based off of things like people judging stuff about strollers and things like that. I think that should be fun. Stroller Valley. Yeah. yeah. Especially considering too, like when it comes down to jokes and generalizations like this, there might be an element of truth to, right. to every generalization, right. but does that mean like every single person owns a stroller in Noe Valley? No, does right. it mean that every yeah. single restaurant in, you know, the Clement, uh, Richmond area is a Chinese takeout? No, <laughs> just, you know, it's just a broad, broad generalization, which right. is why it's a joke, right? right. It's just based on one person's experience. Right. And, and so, that's why it can't be taken so seriously. Right. And I really hope that we as human beings can discern that, you know right. what I mean? I, yeah. I really hope no one's looking at this and be like, oh, it's just Boba Sops in, this, in the sunset and nothing <laughs> else. Like, you know that's not true, right? Yeah. And we're gonna end our episode as how we usually do with the rapid fire. Let's do it. All right, so true or false? All right. True or false? Ooh, okay. This might actually be rapid for the Yeah, time. true or false? We'll see about that. <laughs> Bro, you didn't let me get through this. <laughs> true or false? If it is true, obviously if it's true, yeah. it, it relates to you. But these are like um, the SF stereotypes, all right? Let's do it. True or false? We're all super liberal. I'm going to say true. I would say true, too. I would say I'm pretty true, too. Yeah. We're beer snobs. Mm, yeah, I would say so. I, I think there's a lot of beer snobbery. In this, I mean, outside of beer pong, I feel like there's a lot of beer snobbery. Yeah, I would say true too. Wait, wait, wait. I meant like, like these questions are for yourself. Oh, how they're describing ourselves. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, I, I also think it's true of the barrier too. But yeah, I, I gotcha, I gotcha, right. I gotcha. Definitely true for myself. As we drink some Corona. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Corona with lime. But it I tastes wish... so good with the lime. Bro, everyone does. All right, anyways. <laughs> but I wish it was I'm a, a Trumer Pills from Berkeley. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say I'm a no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is true for me. We're terrible dressers. Definitely true. Yeah, yeah, I'm not the best dresser. Bro, have you ever been to just like House of Prime Rib, especially on like a Saturday night? Yeah. People are just wearing the North Face there, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever like, I mean, and like every time I go to LA too, I'm just like, dude, I am not dressed. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 
New York, New York, LA, wherever. And then, you know what's funny? It's a stark contrast. Yeah, and like you go to a city like that long enough, you're like, I need to step my shit up, dude. This is fucking sad. Like, I don't have anything like this. San Francisco, and then you come back to the down. And then you come back to the Bay for like a week, and you're like, no, I'm cool. <laughs> I got my white tea. Yeah, I got my black tea. All right, we love brunch. True, for True, sure. Definitely. There's so many brunch spots. Okay, here's my gripe with brunch, though. Sorry, I have to really quickly unleash on this. Um, I do love brunch. I love brunch in the city. Yeah. Um, I just, I hate waiting for yeah. breakfast. Like, as in, okay, I love breakfast foods, don't get me wrong, but I think it's just that mentality of like, I'm waiting in a two hour line yep. to get French toast and bacon. And I can literally make this shit at home, you know? Maybe yeah. it's old now, but yeah. like, I remember like the first time I ever went to Mama's in North Beach, yeah. I literally waited two hours and then I got like a Grand Slam plate pretty much. What you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, uh, maybe. The, the, though I will say the best brunch I've ever had is in the Castro. Most of them blacked out. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. All right, last three. Yeah, we love our bikes. True, hundred percent. Definitely true. We're obsessed with technology. I would say true for myself. I would also say true. I would say true for myself. Uh, I think especially because like, have you seen that video of like that one girl talking about like like what a, what a, what a typical conversation in like Golden Gate Park sounds like? Oh yeah, it's yeah, like, that's exactly. True. True. It's like oh net NFT, yeah. what are you invested? <laughs> Like, hold on, I'm getting slack right now. Like, it's, it's, it's totally true, dude. Uh, and then the last one I'll ask is, um, we're really, really flaky. Oh, that's an interesting one. I myself am pretty flaky. <laughs> I'm gonna call myself yeah. out, to be totally honest. Yeah, same. Yeah, the pandemic was great because like, I didn't have to make excuses anymore, but... That's um, cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, that's an interesting one. Actually, it's funny that you say that because now that you say it, I get it. Yeah. But I wouldn't have thought about that one. Yeah, same. How, what would you think of that? It was on Threadless. Oh. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, <laughs> I came up with all this? Yeah. That's what research is for. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. No, I mean like... I don't see it though. It's just like if there's something bigger and better coming around, your friends ain't coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of flaky sometimes, but I'm not like... I think it just depends. Yeah. I think it's like, if it's like my really, like if it's, if it's you guys or if it's like my really close friends, I definitely don't flake. Yeah. But if it's like a work event and they're just like, hey, like, we're going to yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you there. Yeah. I have no intention. Of going, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sorry, we're friends if you're listening. But, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, thank you, 280, for sharing your thoughts on this. <laughs> <laughs> and for our listeners, thank you again for probably listening to this slightly long podcast. But, there again, as, as always, let us know what you guys think. Feel free to slide into our DMs and let us know if we need to change anything. Or if you like the episode, let us know. Yeah. Reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at 3AD Podcast. We know how precious time is these days. So we want to thank you for spending some of your time with us. As you go on into tomorrow, go on unapologetically, go on as a positive force, and most importantly, go on with your bad self.